This is In The Moment. I'm your host, Reverend Ricky Allen Jr. Thanking you as always for tuning in on another lovely day the Lord has made as we are pushing forward towards the holiday seasons. November is right around the corner, y'all. So uh, it's almost that time. So I pray as always, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that you're keeping the Lord in mind as we push forward towards the end of this year. God willing, we'll all see it to the end and be able to see next year should the Lord permit. But until then, we are here and we're studying God's word. So let's get started. Uh, this morning we're coming from Psalm 138.7, Psalm 138.7, which reads, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Amen. And this morning we have some prayer alerts to uh um, keep you informed with uh, when we get these reports coming in from our YouTube channel as well as our website we'll be sharing them with you on the various requests people have made for prayer so we definitely encourage the call for prayer if we don't need prayer any other time in our life the time is now to ask for prayer because there's a lot of things going on out there in this thing we call the world so this week's prayer requests are as follows Someone needs prayer over their Bible study groups. They have two they are a part of, so let's keep them in prayer. Prayer over a legal matter. Uh, we're praying that whatever is going on there that is resolved as per God's will. They, there is a prayer request for all those who acknowledge Christ as Lord and Savior, and they want prayer against all things that oppose Christ. As we all know that uh, Jesus is not in style in this world. So we definitely want to pray over all of our believers out there that are going through it uh, sharing the uh, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ to a world that has lost its way. And there is also a prayer request that for those who don't know Jesus, that the Holy Spirit intervenes and reveals himself to these people, and they do come to know him and come out of the darkness into the light. And these are wonderful prayer requests. Now, we will not be mentioning names. Uh, these are, we're going to keep these anonymous for the privacy of the person asking for prayer, but we will definitely be lifting these folks up and their causes to the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. And I pray that you come to prayer with me as we do so right now. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for all of those who have come to your throne for prayer. We pray for those who are studying your word, Lord. We pray that... Uh, the distractions are removed. We pray, Lord, that the, the thoughts of checking our social media during this time are removed, that we can fully focus and get our focus back on studying your word. So for these two Bible groups, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, through the intervention of the Holy Spirit, that they will indeed be safe, have a great study, and one that is truly about your word and not about nothing else. We pray for the person going over a legal matter. Uh, I don't know the situation, Lord. I know that the person's asking for justice to be served, asking for a resolution to obviously what has to have been an ongoing issue. We pray, Father, that your will be done in this area. We pray that whatever happens, that they accept their response and are able to push forward through you. We pray, Lord, for all those who acknowledge you as Lord and Savior on this earth. Because the world is just getting more and more the other way. Right is wrong, wrong is right. Everything is upside down sometimes, and we may feel that way. We get frustrated, 
every time we see something online that someone says about you that we get angry and we want to respond back, but we know it's a trap and we try to refrain ourselves. Lord, help us push back the darkness so that the light may shine in this world. Lord, we know there's not many of us. There are a lot of us who think they're Christians, but they haven't come to you. They enjoy the culture. But for those who have, we pray, Father, you keep us encouraged because we know you can do wonders with a remnant. And finally, Lord, for those who don't know you, for those who are on the other side, pushing back at your word, I pray that the Holy Spirit intervenes in their life in a way that you are revealed to them in such a shocking manner that they cannot deny you ever again. And they realize how wrong they've been. They confess and repent and know that you are Lord. And that way they can be saved from the clutches of hell. We lift these prayer requests up to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. We pray God is going to bless you with a mighty message and hope to support you in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Email us at yourmomentministries at gmail.com with your praise and prayer requests. Help support this ministry through your cash app, dollar sign, your moment. We appreciate your continued prayers and support. And now, today's message. I was asked uh, a couple of weeks ago about staying happy. What does it take to stay happy? Um, that's always a interesting topic when there's so much we have out here in this world and you're still asking the question about the key to happiness. It just lets you know that you can gain everything in this world and be by yourself in your mansion with your money and your cars and that spouse of your dreams and still not be happy. So what does it take? Have you ever thought about it? What, is it, what does it mean to be happy? What, what do we have to do? Well, this morning we're talking about keeping God first. Keeping God first. And I'm talking about the God who sent his son Jesus come to this earth to die on the cross to save his people from their sins. That's what we're talking about today. That's what we're doing. And we're coming from Joshua 1.8. Joshua 1.8, which reads as follows. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you, Lord, now to uh, unlock your word. Help us understand what we need to gain from this message today. Help us understand the keys to being successful and happy, especially in times when we feel like we're doing everything. We're getting all the education. We're getting all the certificates. We're getting all the training, and we're getting up the corporate ladder, and it seems like we're still not happy. So I ask you, Lord, to help us understand what that looks like through your order of operation this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Keeping God first, that is the key here to your happiness. I'm sure you've heard this time and time again through Sunday school or church, or maybe just in talking in the barbershop or beauty salon, maybe in the grocery store. 
Keeping God first. But what does that look like, though? We, we hear it a lot. But what does that look like for someone who is uh, trying to get to the other side of life? You know, you maybe you have been under someone who was successful. They were mentoring you. And then something happened to them or they went to be with the Lord or whatever the case is. They're no longer there. And now it's on you. Now you have to pick up the baton and keep running. What does, that, what does that look like, though? So Joshua was in a similar situation. As you well know, we are coming off of the death of Moses here in Joshua 1. God has definitely been a part of this whole process of getting them to where he wants them to be, where he has promised them they're going to go. And now Joshua is the guy at the, the job. And so we see here that Moses has died. And is in the process, and Joshua's in the process of being briefed by God on the way ahead as the leader. Now, verses 1 through 5 is the presentation of what was, what is, and what is going to be. He has told Moses, told him Moses has died, because sometimes you just have to hear it out loud to really accept that there is some change that has occurred. And in order to move on, sometimes you just got to hear it again. So God tells him again, even though they just mourned for 30 days, uh, that Moses is dead. And now it is his time to lead the people. And he's giving him the lay of the land. Verses 6 and 7, he reinforces the fact of being strong and courageous. And that leads us to verse 8, which reads, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Day. then you will be prosperous and successful well the first thing I want you to do is highlight the word then when we read that word that should tell you something when God is speaking to you it should tell you there's a path you got to follow before you see any other benefits or any other blessings or whatever you want to call it God has his man Joshua Moses is understudy to say you know if you put it that way He's watched how things have gone with leading the people, and he's watched Moses, and now he's up, and God gives him his charge, and he ends that thought with, then you will be prosperous and successful. So there will be an increase, and there will be progress. But now how does, how does he get there, though? We first read, we got to keep God's word on our lips. We got to keep God's word on our lips. In other words, keep speaking about the word of God as much as you can, when you can. Not just on Sundays and Wednesdays. Not just during Awana or by or your weekend men's breakfast. Keep God's word on your lips daily. Now, this is big because Joshua is a leader. And if you're a leader of God's people, no matter in what you are doing, no matter where you are, you might not even be a pastor or an ordained minister, but God has you in a position to where you're leading his people. The word of God should be heard from you as much as possible, especially if God has you leading people from one point in life to another. It's a reminder that God is leading the way and not Joshua. You know, it's easy to get the light accidentally put on us when we're trying to follow God's word and the people are looking more at us than at God. So let's stop that right there. If that's happening to you, 
make sure you're pointing everybody to the cross. Because if, if you're not pointing to the cross, you're lost. And I'll say that till I'm dead. If you're not pointing to the cross, you're lost. Not at me. I'm just a dude, okay? I'm a guy who was called by God to preach his word, no matter if there's one person watching or a hundred people watching. Doesn't even matter to me. I have been called to preach his word in season, out of season, to do all the things that saith the Lord, to make sure that you know who Jesus is, to make sure that you have heard God's word and can be held accountable when that time comes for you be held accountable, like the rest of us. All right. So we definitely want to keep God's, God's word in our thoughts and in our minds. But not just to speak God's word verbally. God says meditate on it day and night. Now, what does that mean to meditate? I'm sure you've heard this term uh, using a lot of uh, yoga and self-care and all these articles you read on this. Good articles, by the way. Nothing wrong with those articles. But in this context, meditation is to focus on one's thoughts on reflect on or ponder over. So he wants his word not only in our speech but 24 7 focus on your mind and your thoughts on god's word that's what he wants focus on it meditate on it when i'm getting ready for my sermon in regards to sunday service or uh writing uh my message up for the show and god sends me the text he wants me to preach on i before i start writing i meditate on it, it kind of joggles around my brain all week on how to formulate and what to say and God is sending me the words and sometimes I'll stop and write stuff down because when you are focused on God's word, God's word speaks to you. Did you know that this morning? God's word will speak to you. There'll be things you have will see new in a scripture that you have read 35,000 times. You'll see something new every time. Isn't that amazing? I mean, isn't, isn't that a proof that God's word is alive today? in this world. And that's why it can't be disputed, it can't be ignored, it can't be duplicated, it can't be destroyed, because it's alive. And so that's what we see here. He wants them to focus on it 24-7. We should be focusing on God's Word day in, day out. Now why do we do that? We're going to find out. Because it's not just a lesson for leaders, it's a lesson for all of us. It's not just a lesson for those who are leading God's people. This should be daily practice. If you want to be happy out here and you're keeping God first, then you got to keep God in your tongue, on your, on your words, and then you should be meditating on it in your mind daily. This is the key to happiness. This is where it begins with this order of operation. And when we do all of this, it leads us back to that last part, then you will be prosperous and successful. Notice that then there is the conjunction to when you do these things, you get these things. That is, that is a very important binding word that God puts there to let us know when you speak on God's word, when you keep God's word, in your heart and mind and you're meditating on it and that way you're doing all the things that God has called you to do the right way by the way 
Because when you do all those things, you're going to walk right, you're going to act right, you're going to operate in God's kingdom right here on earth. And when you do it all, when you do all those things, then you will be successful, and you know you'll be prosperous. You'll be growing. Things you're going to be winning, man. You're going to be winning. Isn't that great? I mean, isn't that something you want to do? Aren't you tired of trying to win on your own? I know I would be. I, I gave that up years ago, y'all. I mean, that's that's a lot of work. That's that's not something that I'm into. If God is saying that if I do these things right here, and the prosperous side of life and the successful side of life is going to come when I do these things, I'm doing it because I trust Jesus as Lord and Savior in my life. I trust Jesus over everything in my life, over my family's life, over my finances, over everything. And if I do that, if you do that, you're going to be prosperous and successful. And you're going to give from point A to point B easier than some folks think you can do it. And that's always an amazing thing because people get shocked. I can't believe he did that. I can. I prayed for it. Just that simple. I follow God's process. I trust the process. When you do that, I mean, it's not that hard. It's, it, don't let the world muddy it up. It's not that hard. He tells Joshua exactly what he needs to do, and he expects him to do it in that order no matter how big or how small. So if you're out there today and you are going through a process to where now it's your turn to step up and to get from point A to point B and you're hoping that happiness is around the corner, here's what you do. You keep God's word in your mouth. Talk God's word. Speak God's word out into the space. But not only that, focus on God's word. Focus on God's word when you are at church and not at church, when you're at Bible study and not at Bible study, keep God's word always in your mind. And when you do that, it will help ensure that you are following the correct path that God wants you to be on to get to those things that are going to be successful and that are going to be prosperous. And in the end, everything will line up. Everything lines up. Isn't that great to know that we serve a loving God who sent his son to die on a cross to give us just the opportunity to choose whether we want to stay in this world or be with him. And if you have made the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, then this order of operation is not going to be stranger to you. In fact, it will make perfect sense to you. But if you haven't, well, you're going to be struggling with some things. You're going to be challenged by some things because you have been so used to doing it on your own and now you're dealing with conditions that take the problems out of your hands and put them into God's hands. And that process from your hands to God's hands is a matter of faith. And maybe you've never had that in your life. Maybe you've lived a very rough life and this thing called faith and grace is something you know nothing about. Well, don't worry about it. Come join the rest of us as we continue day in and day out understanding the grace that Christ has given us. Because many of us know we've came from worse. But now we're in from the rain. We're in under God's shelter. And you can be too. Don't listen to your friends. 
Don't listen to your enablers on social media who want to give you all this philosophical mumbo jumbo about the moon and the stars, but yet none of that has worked. It hasn't worked. Let's admit it. It hasn't worked. And you've been prayed over and you've been prayed with. And God has revealed himself by the Holy Spirit to you. So you know what to do. You've just got to choose to do it. And that time may be now. That time may be now. Look at Joshua. Here's a man who was mentored by a great man in Moses. Wasn't a perfect man, but he was a, he was a great man for God's work. And now he's the guy. And here are his instructions just to get to that level of success and prosperity. And that's all you got to do. But that is in response. Everything we do is in response now, y'all. This is in response to the faith he has in God. This isn't, if I do these things, then I'll get to heaven. If I do these things, then I will get what I need because I did this for God, so he will give me this. No, that's cheap grace, all right? This is responding to my faith in God. Because I believe, I will do. Because I believe, I will be obedient. Because I believe, I will accept God's will, whatever that may look like in my life, and move forward because I have faith in what God is doing in my life and I trust that he will take care of me. He will take care of my life, my family, my circumstances. That is what this is. And if you're out there right now and you don't get that, I hope this breaks this down to you. I hope you're encouraged because a lot of us out there are having a rough time. I know. I see the post all the time. I see the the TV shows and people are living all sorts of weird ways. And I just want you to know it doesn't always have to be that way. So wherever you are, if you're watching and you're going through a rough time, this is not a race to success, to prosperity. This is a marathon. And if you want to be a part of this long standing race to the finish and finish the race the right way, then come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't be shamed. Don't be embarrassed. Don't feel like you're going to be ostracized. Hey, as they always say, when, we're, when one door closes, another one opens. And this one opens the glory. I mean, I mean, what, what better door to open up to one where you will be with the Lord Jesus in heaven forever by his side, learning and praising him and everything he's done for you. He can do it. I know he can for you. And I know you know he can you're just nervous because you're thinking that I, you've done so much dirt. He can brush you off, clean you up. It's okay. All right. So let's get out of that mentality and start thinking about the way ahead for the life that God has given you that you desire, that you want. You just got to come in from the rain, as they say. Get dried off, get some clean clothes on and get right with God. And there's nothing you're gonna do that you need to do other than accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. Confess you are a sinner that needs saving, repent, and be saved and baptized by the Lord Jesus Christ's power and have the Holy Spirit come into your life and reveal to you all things you need to know and need to remember. And life gets better, people. 
All right. So with that being said, may God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. And if there's anything we can do for you, of course, contact us by the information provided earlier in the show. And we will see you next week.